What is going on, everybody? I'm Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about some MLB breaking news that happened last night, January 29th, 2021. We will remember this day 10 years down the line. Nolan Arenado of the Colorado Rockies and $50 million is heading to St. Louis. In return, um, we're not really too sure what they're getting and what the Colorado Rockies are actually getting in return right now. Um, it's it's not finalized, but Ken Rosenthal reported that possible names going to the Rockies include left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber, first baseman Luke Baker, outfielder John Torres, um, and it also might include guys like Jake Woodford, um, Angel Rondon, and, and a couple others. Um, but we're not too sure about that. We're not too sure what it's actually going to amount to be, but... It basically looks like the St. Louis Cardinals finessed the hell out of the Colorado Rockies. Frankly, because they just they don't want to have to pay um, Nolan Arenado. They promised him a championship contending team in recent in uh in two years ago when he signed the eight year deal. Uh, I believe that was in twenty nineteen. Um, it's an eight year deal. I want to repeat that an eight year deal. This is a lot of money. Um. Right now, what it seems to be, and I'll, I'll read it to you right now, it's it's actually, it's not as complicated as it sounds. Um, so it says, quote, from ESPN, the complicated deal took months of on and off discussions and gained momentum in recent weeks with the Rockies committed to sending around $50 million to help cover a portion of the six-year and $199 million remaining of Arenado's contract, sources said. Um, one of the biggest things about that um, is that the Cardinals aren't even really, like, paying the entirety of this and, and, and Nolan Arenado is without a doubt one of the best third basemen in the game right now and, and there's no doubt about it um people can say you know well he plays on Coors Field it's a big difference and we're going to get into that as well and why um you might see a fall off of his uh offensive production because his at home production and his off uh, on the road production is definitely different there's a huge decline versus um increase when he's at home um, versus, you know, being on the road. But that's with anybody. But it just so happens that Coors Field is a smaller field. It's a lot easier to hit home runs. The wall is super tiny. Um, so it, it is it is easier. But you could say that with really anything. I mean, there's a lot of different ways we can look at this. You can take it as a positive. You can take it as a negative. As a Cubs fan, I am taking this as a negative. It was one of the worst days because we literally just signed Jock Peterson to a one-year $7 million deal. Um, he declined the White Sox one-year $10 million deal. I was feeling myself. I was like, today can't get any better, baby. And then, bam, Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals. They automatically jump up in the power rankings. I believe they're like number five overall. We're number seven, um, four or five there. I, I, I haven't really looked at it again. But um, it, it looks rough. It looks rough. We're in for a rough time. Um, as Cubs fans. And, and if we don't get anything done, we need to start making huge moves. Um, I'm going to be making a podcast about the new breaking news that Chicago Cubs just signed Trevor Williams to a deal from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, he had an amazing 2018 season with like a 3.18 ERA. Excuse me. Um, and, and one of the things about that is if he can tap into that by any means, that's amazing. And we have an amazing fifth starter. You got guys like Albert Alzali and Alec Mills that are going to be able to hold it down. Braylon Marquez, we still don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, but this video is going to be all about the, the Cardinals, obviously. I'm just sharing that um, if you didn't know and you're wondering why I don't post it today is because I like, I, I like to do one video a day. I don't like to do two breaking news videos. I might do it. I might not. 
Um, so I just want to get that out of the way. Back to the Nolan Arenado stuff. The Nolan Arenado stuff is interesting to me. And as a Cubs fan, I pray for this to happen because he does have a player option in 2021 to where he can opt out if he doesn't want to play there. Nolan Arenado has made it a point that he wants to win championships. I believe he has like um, six to eight gold gloves, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, and like, and one platinum. I mean, the man is a defensive god. He is unstoppable. Um, but, but, you know, the, 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 what's it called? The Colorado Rockies just couldn't get it done. Sorry, I had a bloop real quick. Um, they just couldn't get it done. They couldn't find anybody good enough, um, to come there. They couldn't produce anybody other than Blackman and a couple others. Um, it just, it just wasn't going to work. They're too small of a market team to get big name free agents. And you see that with Tampa as well. The Tampa Bay Rays, they really, it's their own um, production. They, they, they really have to have an amazing scouting department in order to be successful. And you saw them finally do that. But I don't think the Colorado Rockies um, want to spend big money to get that scouting department, get that farm system, get those coaching uh, down in the minors, because that's a huge part of all of it. Um, so I do give the Cardinals all the credit in the world to be able to finesse this deal and get $50 million into it. I mean, one of my biggest things right now is can they afford to bring back Wong as well with that extra $50 million? They definitely could if, you know, they're just all in right now. The roster in the future for the St. Louis Cardinals is pretty bright, I have to say. And I hate that because I'm a Cubs fan, like I said, but I can't lie. I can't lie. They're, they're a solid. They're going to be a solid team offensively. Um, they're going to have some issues, I think, with their bullpen, but, and, and health-wise, if we see another coronavirus type thing, but I doubt we will. It's a few months down the line. Vaccines are coming. Anyways, to the lineup, I mean, we got Paul Goldschmidt is one of the best first basemen in the league right now. Um, not the best, but he's definitely top 10. You got guys like Dexter Fowler, who could bounce back if fully healthy, be your leadoff man. Uh, Matt Carpenter, we all know what he could do. You probably move him to the outfield or second base, um, depending on what happens with Wong. You have um, so many others. Paul DeJong. I mean, the list just goes. You have Wong as a possibility of coming back. You have Andrew Miller, um, Jack Flaherty. I mean, it just keeps going on. Austin Go- uh, Gomber. I mean, he, if from what I'm hearing, Austin Gomber is not part of the deal. Um, it's a possibility that he is. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I until we see the finalized deal, I'm not really going to say that. I'm not really going to bring that up. Um, there's just so many different guys on this team that I think could definitely be solid. You have Carlos Martinez could bounce back. Yadier Molina is most likely going to resign. Um, there's just so many good players on this team. And, and really, I can't see how they don't win the division. Like the only way I see us, the Chicago Cubs winning the division now is if Chris Bryant has another MVP or all-star type season. Contreras is fully healthy. Baez figures it out. Rizzo's fully healthy. Um, Davies pans out to be one of our new aces. I mean, Trevor Williams has to be, you know, at least average. Um, Amber Elzelay and Braylon Marquez and Alec Mills need to continue to develop. Alec Mills had an amazing no-hitter in 2020, don't get me wrong, but we need to see more. Um, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, man, they just they just look like they're fully ready to contend. And with Nolan Arenado, I do, I do want to mention this because it is important. Um, I did mention that the stats are a little bit wonky. Here's his splits. In Coors Field, he bats 322, 376, and a 609. Um, away, he bats three or he a bat he bats um 263, 322, and 471. And not to say that he's not a great player when he's not in Coors Field, but that is a huge difference. Um it, it's most definitely something to take in consideration. You know, question, is he gonna be more productive? Is he gonna be as good? 
you know, when he's not at Coors Field? And my answer is simply yes. I truly do believe that. One of the main reasons I think um, those splits, you know, it obviously is easy. It's a, it's a hitter's dream to hit at Coors Field, no doubt about it. Um, you know, the elevation, the small field, all that stuff um, because of the air in Colorado and all that. But it's just different. It's just different. And, and, you know, you can't make excuses for it. It's just what it is. It is what it is. Um, one of my biggest points I want to make, though, right now is this man is an MVP candidate on a winning team. There's no doubt about it. Nolan Arenado is – and, you know – the Rockies beat the Cubs in like the 2018 playoffs and that really it really pissed me off because I didn't think that team was good enough at all but Nolan Arenado that entire game scared me I was not afraid of the Colorado Rockies or any of their players whatsoever um except one of their relievers and and Nolan Arenado but that whole game I was in fear that Nolan Arenado was just going to hit a moonshot to end the game and honestly um, that's that's going to be the new thing with the with the St. Louis Cardinals because one of the biggest things right now is you know he'll be going after Paul Goldschmidt he'll be going after guys like DeJong and if they bring back Wong and, and and Yadier Molina and Dexter Fowler and so many others I mean this is just insane to me it's insane to me to think that this is actually possible they created a super team offensively they truly did their order and the batting order from one to five is solidified right now it is real it is World Series ready. Um, they are probably one of the best infields right now, most definitely. I mean, um, they, I believe they have like three. Paul Goldschmidt, I don't think, has a gold glove, but I believe they have two to three gold gloves in the infield alone. Dexter Fowler, if he's starting, um, is an amazing um, defender out uh, um, in the outfield. I'm sorry, I'm having a slow day. But um, it's one of those things that I just truly do believe in this team right now. I truly do believe that they are contenders. I think. Um, the Chicago Cubs still could give them a run for their money if they retain guys like Jeremy Jeffries and, and Craig Kimbrell continue to develop, maybe bring back Pedro Strope. Um, but honestly, right now, in my eyes, the only actual solidified teams in the NL Central are the Chicago Cubs, the St. Louis Cardinals, and if La, uh, Lorenzo Payne comes back to the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, I see them being a contender. But if he doesn't, I don't. I really don't. I don't think they can get it done. They didn't add. They didn't really add anybody this offseason. Um, so, yeah, that would be a loss. But if he comes back, I mean, the NL Central just got a lot deeper. It's, it's insane. It really is. Um, and, and one of the main reasons I think people are wiping off the cards right now as not being a threat is because of how they performed in 2020. But here's the thing about that, and it's what's most interesting to me. Um, they had coronavirus issues like the entire year. They were messed up. Like either they had it and then it affected their game for the rest of the year um, or they just didn't get a chance to play because every time somebody got cleared from having it, somebody else got it. So we have to take that in consideration that it was a weird year. Um, nobody can say it wasn't. Now, Nolan Arenado himself, I don't think is like your, like, you know, like the leader of your team, but you don't need him to be. You really don't. You need him to be to be happy. And that's one of the biggest things. Same thing with Chris Bryant, I feel like. Chris Bryant, you know, you expect him to be the captain. You expect him to be the leader, the A1 guy that's always leading everybody in the battle. And that's just not him. That's not him. That's not his person. He plays his game to an elite level, and he lets the game do his talking for him. Um, you got guys like Rizzo and Goldschmidt um, and, and Molina that can actually you know, be the leaders of that team, be the voice in the locker room. So I think, you know, people thinking, oh, he's going to change the culture. I don't think he's going to change the culture. I think the culture is pretty much set. I think he just changes um, your expectations for the year. Because now that you have Nolan Arenado at third base, I mean, there's no doubt that you need to be able to, And one of the best catchers, 
um, of all time and Yadier Molina, not all time, but you know what I mean? Um, you have Paul Goldschmidt, one of the best first basemen in the league right now, DeJong and World Series champion and Dexter Follett. You need to get this done. Um, it's just, it's just, there's no way around it. You just need to get this done. I truly do believe this is going to be an amazing year for the St. Louis Cardinals. As much as I hate to say that, um, It'll be really interesting, though. It'll be so interesting to see how, you know, him and Baez and Bryant and Rizzo and all of them compete against each other so many different times throughout this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but right here, it does say, if finalized, the deal would include multiple adjustments to Arenado's contract, including an additional year guaranteed at $15 million, an additional opt-out clause, and a reinstatement of the no-trade clause he must waive to con- con- uh, consummate the, the trade. Now, one of these things that's most important to me right now is that the fact that if he signs it, and he, from what I'm gathering, if he signs it, he's going to be able to stay there for the next six years. Um, if he doesn't, he can opt out in 2021. So we really don't know what's going to happen, but regardless, I do think they really didn't give up anything. Nolan Arenado, 29 years old, has won a gold glove in each of his eight seasons in Colorado, um, where he has developed into one of the best players in baseball. I mean, that's that's a quote I'm reading right now from ESPN. It's no joke. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a $260 million contract, guys. Like, And they're only paying... I mean, let's see. I mean, it was $199 million left. He's not even 30 years old. They just gave him $50 million. So if I'm going to be doing the math on that correctly... Um, they're really only paying like $149 million for this guy. And, and one of the craziest things about that is that he's one of the best in the game. So we really can't ignore that. We can't act like this is nothing. Like they're really not paying him that much money. Chris Bryant is expected to get like 250 to $350 million. And he's nowhere close to being as good as Nolan Arenado is. Yeah, he has the MVP. Yeah, he is a World Series champion. Yeah, he was Rookie of the Year. That's great. Um, those are solo accomplishments. What did you do when you were actually on a great team? Um, and no one's never had that chance. No one's never really had that experience. I mean, it's something we're really going to be able to get a taste of. Could we see a different version of Nolan Arenado that we haven't seen in years in years past offensively? Um, he's always been great offensively, but you know now that he has something to strive for, now that he has something to be about, um, this could be a very interesting season for the St. Louis Cardinals and Nolan Arenado. That's all I really have to say about that. Thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out. God bless. And I wish you all a very safe and happy weekend. It is about to snow um, probably six to seven inches. I want you to take care of your neighbors. Take care of yourself. Shovel uh, your walkways. Put down salt for others. If there's elderly people around, be a good person and just do that for them. Um, there's no reason to be, you know, a dick. I mean, it, it, times are hard enough. That's all I really wanted to say. Love you guys. This is Mike Hughes. Peace out.